So I didn't want to put it out there what it was, just because I knew I thought it was going to be pretty cool and people would like it. So I put a, a post out there in the group. Again, we had 300 people, and I said, I, "Here's the there's the deal. It's going to be a patch. I can't tell you what it is, but it'll be cool. And then it's going to be about 20 bucks. And that was my cost plus shipping. Yeah. So their their stipulations were, you know, it's a one time deal. So we're not going to do this ongoing. We're like, don't sell them for profit. Mm-hmm. You know, use use our logo to make a bunch of money. Yeah. Sell them, you know, kind of and then um, they're like, then you're good. And I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. So left the post out there, and I shit you not, it was out there for five weeks. Because like, I knew I wanted to get like a certain number done, and it when it hit 75 patches, I was like, okay, it's closed. No more. This is it. Last call. Like really last call second to last like yeah no like no joke this, this is, is it final call you know and um so everybody was on like is there anybody else that wants one for the back row you know yeah. that kind of thing so <laughs> that was it close it out and then i was like oh by the way here's the patch and people lost their minds yeah and everybody went bananas i was like hey no yeah, this is it you know y'all had your chance yeah and i think it was like go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Big Tech's Ordinance Podcast. Uh, we're here from SHOT Show 2023. Um, got Ian, myself, Paul Scheffler from Deadbird Society, and then uh, Chris Floyd over there. Yeah, so we've uh, been knowing Paul for a little while now and had the opportunity to have him come on the podcast. So thanks for coming on, dude. Oh, uh, welcome. Tell thanks us a little bit, a little about, bit about yourself, what you do, and uh, who's, who is Paul Scheffler? Um, well, First of all, like Dead Bird is not my day job. Like most people are surprised to find that out, and uh, it's something that just kind of happened on a, on a whim, kind of a joke. Yeah, initially is how it started out, but uh, yeah, it just um, it's it's been a very organic process, and it's kind of kept growing and evolving for the last. I think this is the eighth year that I've been doing. Wow, it. So, eight years already. Yeah, believe it or not. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of like. <laughs> the exciting <laughs> backstory, but um, yeah, I mean, what what else do you want to know? I mean, so for those of you, for those of people that don't know, what is what is Deadbird Society? So it started out um, initially. So back in probably twenty twelve thirteen, did um, you know? As Facebook groups started kind of really evolving and you had all these gear groups yeah and uh there was you know a lot of buddies that i knew just through the industry and we're all gear guys outdoorsy guys um we're in a lot of groups together you know a lot of triple lot design groups um yep. you know i got to know patrick and you know you just get to network through through the the groups that way and i had a, a buddy of mine and i lived in ohio at the time and he was in texas and he was like hey is there an arcteryx group and you know, we're texting back and forth. So I was like, hang on one sec. So I, I jump on Facebook on my phone and I'm like texting back in a few minutes. I'm like, don't see one. He's like, you should start one. Yeah. So I said, Hey, why not? Okay. So I was like, I don't know how to start a group. I've never done anything like that. So I've always just been in them. And then, uh, so started a group. It took five minutes to figure that out and texted him back and I sent him the, the link to it. And he's like, Oh, dead bird society. Cool name. You know? Yeah. And, and, uh, he's like, now what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, we know tons of guys that that were dead bird, and I was like, just you know, start adding buddies. We started adding guys right and left, and as guys we you know just knew you know through the circles, and you know people were were texting me like, what the hell is this? You know, like what is this dead bird society? And we're like, oh, it's a new gear group. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. So yeah, just you know, we just started adding buddies, and it was the same folks that we see in all these other groups, but it was, uh, it was you know, we didn't want to make it. Arcteryx focused per se, but it was just kind of a, it was a common interest, yeah. you know, um, cause I mean, it is a, it's a premium brand and it's, it, you know, back then it was, it wasn't as mainstream as it is now. Um, so, you know, you, you had guys that were really into it, that those are the guys that were the core users, you know, and, and it was the guys that were out there putting their gear through the paces mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, we just, you know, it's, it was a, it was a easy pivot from, you know, Tad stuff because it's that same market, that yeah. same that's the same customer base. So, uh, you know, and that so instead of talking about triple lot stuff, then we all were talking about Arcteryx stuff and you know using our gear and posting pictures, of, you know, and doing stuff. So yeah, that's kind of how it how it started. And 
that was uh, 2014. Wow. Um, and now there's, <laughs> so it started, it's a, it's a Facebook group. So, I mean, it's, you know, that's literally what it is, you know? And then, uh, I think there's, I don't even know, seven, 8,000 people in it now, Yeah, like around the world. It, it's, it's crazy how it's just kind of kept growing and evolving. And, you know, I've never had a plan for it and I never had any expectations of what it would be or not be. It was just hanging out with a bunch of friends yeah. and talking shop, you know, with uh, things that we all had common interests in. So it was so felt, felt very natural, you know, and it was cool. And it's a good way to network, you know, there's a lot, a lot of people, a lot of cool dudes in there, man. Yeah. And that, that was the, the kind of the interesting thing is that I started to, you know, as it started to grow and evolve and, you know, I would meet people and, you know, and I, you know, I started, you know, I was running everything by myself. And after a while I was like, I don't want to deal with all the, the bullshit of, day-to-day stuff with like you know monitoring social media like who wants to having to babysit yeah, yeah you know i was like I, I i wanted this to be fun and just kind of a hangout chill spot so brought some like admin guys in and like all right you guys do this stuff and then I, as i started seeing people coming into it and you know kind of getting a pulse of who was in the group and you know not that i was stalking people but I'd, I'd take a look at their profile just to see who they were and i started seeing people that were for arcteryx in the group you know and yeah um doing different things and as time went on more and more people joined and it was getting bigger and bigger and i would you know kind of introduce myself to people and they're like you know and then when you know within the industry i started meeting you know people through friends of friends and they would tell people about the group and all this kind of stuff and you know i'd meet people and they're like oh yeah you know i'm in your group i was like oh what do you do they're like you know i'm a vp with arcteryx i'm like oh okay (laughs) cool and they're like oh i've been in the group for a year i'm like oh wow you know so that that was kind of like I started to realize that people were paying attention to it, uh, at least from their side, which mm-hmm. was I thought was interesting. But yeah, I never, never would have imagined where it is now if you fast forward eight years and just the things that that we do with it um, was was kind of blown me away. And I'm, I'm just humbled. And that's you know I tell people all the time, like I'm just a regular guy. Yeah. Like I'm just a, a guy that likes gear. I like being outside. I mean, you know me enough that. I'm never home. I'm always out in the woods or fishing or hunting or, you know, camping or hiking or just doing doing, something. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we stay busy with our kids and everything that we do. So, um, it's just very natural for me to do that. And it's always like, I always, I've always had the mentality and this with everything I do with guns, knives, gear, it's, I want to get the best I can afford Mm because I don't want to have to replace it sooner than later. If I can get it's cheaper to do that. Actually. Yeah. It's like the adage of, you know, get good gear and it'll take care of you. You know, it's, it's true. And, and you take care of your gear and your gear will take care of you. It's, um, you know, in the whole, like, there's no bad weather, there's bad gear, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff is like, it's, it's true though. Like, yeah. I mean, I've been in some absolutely shit, miserable conditions and it's, you know, college football games where it's like monsoon raining for the four hours you're standing there. I'm dry as a bone, comfortable, and everybody around me is miserable. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, don't even notice. You know, and it's, you get what you pay for, you know? I mean, um, you can always go cheaper. You know, the the saying, good, fast, cheap, pick two. Mm-hmm. It's, that applies to a great many things, and especially in gear, you know, and, and things that, that were kind of the circles we run. When you're not busy listening to the BTO podcast, head over to the blog section of our website, bigtechsordinance.com, where we post our weekly update. It's a video series where we talk about what we have, what's coming, and what to expect from BTO. You can also check it out on Facebook, Instagram, and now TikTok. So So when did did the first patch um when did when when did that first get made yeah so is it and that was the thing like so i've got a bunch of buddies that are that are military um come from a military family so that you know morale patches and challenge coins that's always been something that you know you know it's been kind of a a culture that i've always been interested Mm -hmm. in so as i started you know getting into this this whole industry and everything um you know I remember my very first morale patch. I still have it, you know, and then started like collecting them. I started coming to shot show and then everybody's trading patches. And then, you know, 
I'm not even joking. I got to a point where I had like seven or 800 patches in a very <laughs> short time. And I just had panels everywhere covered in patches and you, know, you trade them. And, you know, and I just knowing people in the industry, I would get, they would just send me a bunch of patches and I'd trade those out for other patches. And so, yeah, I just had a ton of patches. And then, um, you know, Tripolot, you know, their patches, that was where I first realized that the monetization factor of patches, you know, Pat would, would drop a patch and, you know, you'd have the old school OG like tad patches and they'd be worth hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And remember when like crazy. Modus came out, Modus blew up and like their patches went crazy and they would sell out instantly. And then people would start flipping them for all this money and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is like crazy. So then everybody was like bugging me. They're like, you got to do a patch for the group. And I was like, ah, I don't want it to be about patches. You know, I, I want it to just be about gear and, and, you know, just, just kind of hanging the stuff out. that yeah. we're into, you know, I didn't want to be a, a, the focus because I know that how the patch frenzy was, you know, and um, so people kept bugging me and bugging me and bugging me. So it got to a point where there was there was three hundred people in the group, and I said, okay, fine, I'll do a patch. I was like, so you guys get off my back, <laughs> yeah. leave me alone, you know, I'll do a patch. So I was like, I wanted to do something just kind of different, and I had seen a patch that uh, Vic Vic at Spartan Village, yeah. a buddy of mine that we just got to know each other through the groups, you know, and I uh, met him the first time. I actually literally walked through a doorway in one of the side halls here. And we ran into each other, turning a corner. Oh, wow. And I looked down at his tag. He looked at mine. He's like, oh, it's you. And, yeah, you do the whole shot show. Yeah, that's, that's, how we, that's how we met in person for the first time. But, um, and back at the time, like, they were, at, he was doing Kydex. And um, it was funny because um, Brandon at, Sh- at Shield the long time buddy was talking to him yesterday and we actually came to our first shot show in 2013 together and we were doing this blog called Moderno. And then, uh, that was the first time I came to shot was with Brandon of all things. And, uh, we were reminiscing about that yesterday. Like it's been 10 years and we're like, well, so much has changed you know, in 10, the 10 years since we did that. So, but we used to do gear reviews and we were like this little blog, like where we would buy gear and like review it on the blog. And then we came to our first shot and then it exploded after that, met the right people, opened the right doors. And then we went from like, you know, 800 followers to like 20,000 followers like that, you know, then we started doing some charity like rifle builds and stuff like that. And knew enough people that they were donating parts. And we, we were thrilled that we got a whole rifle put together and, you know, raffled it off and all that kind of stuff. Well, one of the things that we did was a, a it was a, a Kydex holster from this little company called Spartan Village and reviewed their thing and did all that. And, and that's how I met Vic. And then until I ran into him yeah. <laughs> walking in the doorway. And then so I had seen a patch that he had done. It was like a laser cut patch and it was the Arcteryx logo. And that's all it was, you know, and I, I just seen it in passing. And I was like, that would be cool if we could do something like that. And uh, but I was like, OK, it's their logo that we got to come up with something. And then, so I ended up, uh, I reached out to, um, Arcteryx, uh, friend of a friend got, you know, kind of thing. And I said, who, who are you guys? Um, like, I want to do something with this where it's more, not just patch focused, but where we can kind of tie into like charity. And they sent me a list of about 10 charities you know, you know, they're very into conservation and all these things. And there was this little ch- charity at the bottom called Sock F. So I was like, oh, it's military. I'll look into that. And I, and I started reading into that. And again, at the time, Sock F was, I think, a year old. Oh, wow. So I think um, they started in like 2015 or 16, mm-hmm. something like that. So they were very, very early in, in the process of that with Kramer setting that up. Well, lo and behold, he ran Leaf. So yeah. they're like, oh, we'll, we'll put you in touch with this guy and talk to him. And so that's how I, I got introduced to DK uh, way back then. And um, just reading over all the list that, that just spoke to me, you know, coming from a military family, it was yeah. like, it just made sense. And I was just like, I want to, I want to support them. And as I, I read their mission and learned more about SOC F and, and what they were out to do. So then got introduced to DK and was talking to him. And then uh, he's like, well, I'm going to hatch you get you together with the guy that kind of oversees the brand and everything. And so that's when I, I first met him and, um, 
he introduced me to the head of design for all of Arcteryx. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> I was like, you know, here I am. I'm like, like, this is crazy. Like I'm a nobody, like just a guy that runs this Facebook. Group. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so he helped me. He's like, what do you think you want to do? And I was like, um, you know, something with the logo would be cool because there's, you know, no Arcteryx patches out there at that point. And I think they had done one collab uh, patch with Todd and those guys at TD. Um, the one where it was like the split, you know, uh, embroidered one, mm-hmm. like way back. And, um, so he was like, yeah, he goes, that's, he's like, what do you, what's your place call your group called? And I told him, he's like, oh, that's, that's a great name. And, you know, he's like, so I was like, this is how I kind of see it. And, you know, do the like wolf gray kind of ties in. And so I kind of gave him what my vision of it was. And he kind of mocked it up and sent it back to me. And, and there it was the Arcteric logo. And it said dead bird society on it. And then I sent it to, you know, to Vic and he, he did a sample of it. And I was like, that was incredible. You know, I was like, then we switched it. The original one had it vertical on the side and we switched it to the bottom and then Mm. that's what it's been. So, um, so I didn't want to put it out there what it was just because I knew, I thought it was going to be pretty cool and people would like it. So I put a, a post out there in the group. Again, we had 300 people and I said, I, here's the, there's the deal. It's going to be a patch. I can't tell you what it is, but it'll be cool. And then it's going to be about 20 bucks. And that was my cost plus shipping. Yeah. So their, their stipulations were, you know, it's a one-time deal. So we're not going to do this ongoing or like, don't sell them for profit, mm-hmm. you know, and use, use our logo to make a bunch of money. On yeah. side, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and then, um, they're like, then you're good. And I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. So left the post out there and I shit, you know, it was out there for five weeks because <laughs> I knew I wanted to get like a certain number done. And it, when it hit 75 patches, I was like, okay, it's closed. No more. This is it. Last call. Like really last call. Second to last. Like, yeah. no, like no joke. This, this is, is it. it. Final call, you know? And, um, so everybody was, I'm like, is there anybody else that wants one for the back row? You know, yeah. that kind of thing. So <laughs> that was it. Close it out. And then I was like, oh, by the way, here's the patch. And people lost their minds. Yeah. And everybody went bananas. I was like, Hey, no, yeah, this is it, you know. Y'all had your chance. Yeah, and I think it was like 65 because um, it was uh, the wolf grade, but the backer was IR, you know. And then we had a couple of – it was like 10 guys who were international. Like, um, oh. So we had to do glow-in-the-dark for those. And then um, – and people were like, you know, oh, my God, how do I get one? I'm like, well, you had five weeks. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, come on, yeah, come the, on, dude. That's yeah. on you. <laughs> yeah, so like you had your chance. So, yeah, did that, and then people just went – crazy you know and then that then it started circulating in the patch groups mm-hmm. and then that's when it went berserk we went from like 300 people to 500 people to 700 people to a thousand and it just like blew up all of a sudden and then um yeah then people got them out there and they were circulating and that was kind of and it was they were all numbered like we we had each one numbered so we knew which one was which and i had a list of like who got what number so if, if any of them got sold and we, when we put that stipulation out there, it's like, if you sell your patch, you're out, yeah. you're out of the group, you're done, you'll get blocked. You'll, you know, and it was just, we didn't want people to be flipping them and, you know, just getting into all that craziness. And cause I knew how the market was and that's, you know, we did that for the longest time and didn't make them, you know, for a long time after that. And then, uh, yeah, just got crazy. And, and I ended up having a, a, some extras made just because you know and then started like uh raffling them off and you know auctioning them and things like that and at first we were just doing auctions and then um they started to get crazy and that's where i knew things were getting nuts when the first one went for a thousand bucks oh and i was like yeah. this is a piece of cordura yeah some hook and loop and some vinyl or you know ir backer and then uh the the most i've done on one patch is 1700 that's yeah for one patch yeah. which oh, is shit. which is yeah. which is yeah. insane you <laughs> which know? uh can you guys hear me yeah. yeah okay uh which patch was that it was the v1 okay yeah and it was just a wolf gray v1 and and that might have been like a year or two later or something like that so when we started doing that and then um when we started you know i know enough guys that have lots of like prototype stuff and sample stuff and you know like knipe has a closet that's <laughs> endless you know, with cool stuff and DK's got stuff and, uh, Eric Graves has donated a lot of stuff from soldier systems that he gets and he'll be like, Oh, send me a, a boonie hat. That'll be a sample. That's, that's it. It's a sample and I'll auction it and it'll go for like 700 bucks. <laughs> I'm like, if you he, got that one, uh, M81 bag. Yeah. On that, one. yeah. Yeah. That thing was, 
That thing is actually, I think it's been flipped three times. Yeah, because I donated it. Yeah, you gave it right back to me. We redid it again, and I think it went for like another fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, you know, it's just. (laughs) I think that bag alone's raised like five grand or. It's a hard working bag, man. Yeah. Yeah, I had a guy um, message me the other day, and he was like, "Hey, can you get another one of those?" I'm like, "That was a prototype. That was a prototype, <laughs> was a prototype from 2009." No, I cannot. So, uh, let me see. Although uh, Knipe's no. probably got three of them in his closet. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he's worse than Jim about holding. Yeah, he doesn't know what he has probably half the time. But um, but no, it just um, and that's that's where you know the fundraising side of it's is blown up. Is it? When that started happening, I was like, okay, we're on to something, mm-hmm. you know. And then um, coming a shot and just the, the industry contacts that I have, uh, started getting involved with a lot of companies. And it was funny, like one year I, I, I came to shot and, you know, I uh, was in the Yeti booth um, talking to them. And I don't even, it was like the, maybe the first year Ramblers were out or something like that. And I wanted to see them in person because, you know, I hadn't they hadn't been out out yet. This yeah. was like the first, their debut, whatever. I'm talking to the guy and I was like, you know, and I've got a, a ton of Yeti coolers and stuff. And I'm, I'm talking to him, I'm showing him a video of like, you know, this cooler that, you know, had ice in it for like a week and a half and it still had ice. And, you know, in Virginia, in like a hundred degree August heat. And, <laughs> that was eaten by a bear. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I pulled it up and I'm showing it to him on my Instagram feed that I had the video. And he's like, oh, I follow you on Instagram. I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool, you yeah. know. And, and he's like, oh, we should totally do something together. I was like okay and then so then that's when i got in with yeti and started doing all the custom yeti stuff and um obviously like uh dk pivoted from arcteryx to magpul and and i know most of the guys on the floor downstairs yeah you know they're all buddies of mine so it's just natural they're like hey you know do you want to do some dacas here you know you want to do this you want to do that we did polos we did you know just all kind of stuff and yeah it just it's it's so easy to do that kind of stuff because I can, you know, and for the first couple of years I'd come to shot and I'd network, you know, and have a lot of meetings and Hey, this is who I am, what I'm doing. And now it's like, everybody knows, you know, there's two degrees of separation in yep. this industry. You know, it doesn't, you have to go very far that somebody knows somebody that knows you and either they'll speak highly of you or the opposite. And, yep. you know, if guys like you, it opens doors and, um, and, and luckily, you know, relevant people, or into what I'm doing. So it's, it's very easy to, uh, to just come up with something on the fly and it turns into something very quickly, you know, like the booze raffle last year, you know, just very, yeah. very quickly. And it's just a, a conversation turns into, you know, a, a close to $25,000 donation raised in like three days. Yeah. That's, that's it just, crazy. it's, and it, it, it's humbling to, to me, like eight years later, like I'm, I'm still blown away that, um, people pay attention to and again i'm a nobody i've you know just do what i do and um but yeah to be able to, to kind of give back and be a part of that it just it's it's almost a no-brainer it's like so easy to do and what's cool is like i mean it's not like just like a little flash in the pan like the fundraising like you like you just did another one recently and it's still continuing to like, yeah people are still like sometimes like these like the patches and stuff like it'll it'll be cool for like a year or two but like you've had many years of just like continued yeah. like it's yeah, not dying it's, down yeah and it's cool because um really that like the patch market got so saturated in the last i don't know couple of years like we're you know 2017 18 um i do a hundred patches in a in a drop and i do all kind of just crazy colors and variants and you know i came up with all my own logos so i have the yeah. creative freedom to do whatever i want i don't have to worry about asking arcteryx permission um that and that's been a lot of fun uh don't doing that and coming up with like just stupid shit and i'm just like oh let's do this and then it turns into like a great fundraiser but yeah that it just that kind of stuff has been cool but um i totally lost my train of thought where i was going with that but uh yeah it's it's, it's with the patch market being so saturated it, it's where i would do a, a hundred patch drop and it would sell out in like three minutes yeah and now it's like you know i, I don't sell the volume and, and then i would do like another hundred another hundred another hundred and i would do like 500 patches in like a week and they were 
literally, you know, and I, and I didn't, I never had a website. It was just like, I drop it on Facebook, yeah. you know, and then it got to a point where, I mean, I, I hit you up to teach me how to open a Shopify <laughs> store. Cause I had no idea what I'm doing with that. Well, yeah. You were doing like PayPal, like yeah, you were just like everything. You to go manually do all this. Yeah. Stuff. When I started out, I was literally like handwriting every envelope. <laughs> I remember seeing the pictures, yeah. like you'd be taking a whole stack to like the yeah. post office. Handwriting yeah. everything, handwriting, <laughs> uh, handwriting the return addresses and yeah, it was it was getting crazy. the kids in there like yeah, yeah. put them all to work so it's cheap labor but yeah. um but yeah now it's like you know I've, so I don't do I've I've really kind of scaled back on patches just because the market isn't what it used to be so you know we'll do shirts or Yetis um you know I just saw uh, Ryan from Celtic Shield um, I just saw him when I need to go time. find him I've been I've had one of his wallets for uh, years at this point he's in the Glock booth go harass okay him. so um but yeah I just I mean great guy and we you know we did the bag tags you know and yeah you know the wallets and uh just so many different things like anything like i'll and i've like i've literally like been on my phone like all day the guys have been bugging me that they want uh i haven't done any glock slide plates in a few years and they're just bugging me like to i'm like okay fine i'll do it you You've know, done receivers too, AR stuff. Yeah, um, so that was so um, ADM came to me in 2017, and then um, we did those, and that was a cool project. Uh, you know, the, the first one is a full build, and then and again we had all these companies kicking in all this, you know, cases of ammo and you know lasers and cans and just all this crazy stuff, and then we raffled that off, and and I was I thought I was a little nervous because they're like oh we're gonna do 100 raffle tickets or no 250 raffle tickets 100 bucks each i was like wow that's that's ambitious yeah. you know <laughs> it sold out in a day and a half and that was like 25 grand off that one rifle Boom. you know to to dk big chuck there you go you know and then there was 49 more rifles and then you know another 50 receiver sets and that was yeah. back in 2017 that we did that so that was crazy like that was just you know, you look at the scope of that, like over that whole, I mean, it's like six figures Yeah, that you know, was donated to SOC F, you know, because of that That's probably, nuts. which is, I mean, I think that project alone was like probably 50,000, but then every, like overall, like when you look at all the stuff over the years, it's, it's well over six figures. Yeah. Um, that's, inc which that's incredible. Is, like, you absolutely. know, and again, if I, I never envisioned that it would turn into that when I started this group with one buddy, you know, yeah. on a, <laughs> almost on a joke, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so, um, so one of the, the, the industry was, you know, with, with gun stuff, it, it's so iffy, you know, with social media and you see pages get shut down. So I've been kind of very leery. That's why I haven't done the Glock slide stuff in mm -hmm. a while. And, um, we did like magazine base plates and different things, but, um, so I've been wanting to, to do something else with kind of that, that mentality. So, um, like we had a conversation with the guys at cobalt. Um, yeah, we Gabe, you know, hit me up at a, a sock, sock F, uh, sporting clays last year. And he's like, Hey, I'm cause he was at Roscoe. Then he's like, Hey, I'm over here at cobalt. We got to do something. Yeah. That's the first, like gave him a big hug. Cause I haven't seen him in a while. And he's like, we got to do something. I was like, let's do it. Let's you know? Do it, man. And, um, so yeah, so now met with, uh, with him this week, um, and Mikey and those guys. And, uh, yeah, so we're, we're probably moving forward on that pretty soon. So we're going to do um, probably a, a full build and it'll be a, a really nice stick. And Cobalt's you know, putting out some really awesome stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it'll be, you know, uh, full optics, you know, can and, you know, just everything like, and again, that's, that's, what's amazing. Kind of how this is now I can just kind of reach out to all these guys at different companies and say, Hey, can you throw in a, a laser? We're doing this. And they're like, yeah, how many do you need? Or hit up the guys <laughs> at mod light, hit up JR and be like, Hey, I need a, I need a light on this. And you're like, what color and how many do you want? Yeah. You know? And it's like, just no hesitation from them and, you know, and, and, and we'll put this together. So yeah, so that's what we were talking about that this week. And, um, so probably, I think we're going to do one or two rifles, um, tie it in with like, we're, fly them out to to utah and build your rifles and there might be a, a a class involved with it so i mean it's it's gonna get crazy but then we're gonna do some maybe some uh receiver sets uh some builder sets uh yeah we're just we're having those conversations now and they're they're on board they want to do something fun and and it's all with that you know kicking money back to sasaka um is, is kind of the basis of it so it's yeah. crazy to think about too because you could uh, like you said you had the list of 
10 charities you could have been yeah. you know eh, that one and yeah it, well all of them were kind of in the, not that it's a bad thing but they're yeah, conservation yeah. and tree hugger you know arcteryx is very very into that yeah and, and it's just you know uh i don't know it was as soon as i, I saw sock f and I, I i looked up their website and started reading i was like that's the one and yeah, yeah just you know like you say it's just what if I would have picked one of the other? Yeah, you could have been the, the you know the the national parks <clears throat> and wildlife one. You know, it could have been anything. Yeah, but that's been just incredible. Um, you know, because the the soft community is is so tight. You know, and um, you know it's it's been a huge kind of mission for me, and it's it's putting SOCF out there. Um, and just just for awareness mm-hmm. of of what their mission is, what they're doing in the soft community. Uh, if these guys. I mean, these guys are the tip of the spear of our military. I mean, these are the guys that are first in, you mm-hmm. know, um, when they're not on deployments, they're training, you know, the, the marriage, uh, divorce rate is just shockingly high. Yeah. There's, you know? no, there's it, no stopping. For yeah. Guys. And this, you know, there's so much dependency on alcohol and, uh, you yeah, know, you're like nonstop like every, action. Like that's, it's, that's all you do, you know, it, and you have to have that mindset, you know, when you're going in theater and you're, you know, that's all you're training for. And if you're not training, you're doing it, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, it's, it's been very, very moving to be a part of it. And then, you know, I, I the sock F guys have just, uh, you know, I, all of the board are friends of mine, you know, and it's like, I, I love all those guys. They're just, you know, none of them take a salary. They put everything back into it. And that's really where I was like, I want to be a part of this. And, um, you know, meeting, bringing me into the events, one of the, you know, shoot sporting clays and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, it's been just kind of, uh, life-changing for me, you know, for not having served anything like that, but, um, seeing the brotherhood and, and meeting those guys and hearing their stories mm-hmm. and, uh, meeting their wives, uh, just, and hear how it saved their family and saved their marriage. And how many of these guys are like, I wouldn't be alive right now if it wasn't for this, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, so just the, the work they're doing, it's, it's, it's so important, uh, especially given what these guys do, you know, and, in, in, in a country that so many take our freedoms for granted. And I think the last couple of years has, has really been so topsy turvy with all that. Uh, but yeah, it's just that these guys are putting their ass on the line over and over and over. And you hear how many deployments, like when they have everybody up on stage and like, yeah. there's like 700 deployments standing on the stage, yeah. you know, and all the medals on it, it just, it's, I mean, you've, you've been there, you, yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's like, how can you not be moved? You know, when, and when DK gives a speech of like how he, how he started SOCF and why, and it's like, I've heard his speech. There's not a dry, dry. Eye no, in the I mean, I've heard that speech <laughs> 40, 50 times and, and he starts crying. The crowd starts crying. I'm crying. I'm like, I know it's coming. And I yeah. every damn time it's like, I'm like, oh, I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah. You know? So but yeah, it just, and it's one of those things. It's like, once you go to an event like that, um, it just, it changes your perception of what you're doing, what you should be doing. And every time I leave there, I'm, I'm so charged up and motivated. It's like, I need to be doing more, Yeah, you know, I just, so yeah. And it's, just, it's been incredible to see your journey with that. Cause I mean, you know, I've known you for a long time and, and from the very beginning of big techs and, and just to see kind of where you are now and, and, the heart you and Maddie have for, for all this stuff. It's, it's just amazing. Like, I'm just so appreciative to, to, to be friends with you guys and to see, you know, all of this growth from, for your business as well. It's, I, I love seeing my friends succeed and, and it's not overnight this, I mean, it's, you guys have been grinding and it's hard work and, uh, you know, I know what you've put into it and Mm -hmm. it's just to see. And then, you take that success and you've turned that around into putting it into supporting sock F the way you do. And not a lot of people know, like I know what you do <laughs> and it's, it's mind blowing. Like, you know, and, and you know, we sit together at dinner every year for the yeah. auctions, man, <laughs> it's, it's fun, you know? And, uh, then the, then the first year I, I was your proxy and I got to vicariously yeah. <laughs> spend all your money. That was amazing. Cause I, I, I cannot get in on those auctions. That's, way way above my pay grade but like that was incredible so i just yeah it's it's just amazing to see all of that and be a part of it and like i said i'm a small part of it but uh it's it's very very fulfilling it really truly is 
Yeah, the thing I like about Sock App so much is you kind of touched on it is like every dollar that's raised yeah. is it's not going to pay a salary. Nope. You know, it's all going directly to those guys. Yeah. Um they just hired Jeremy. Um yeah. uh they didn't hire him. Um there's they needed some more um I guess I, I guess a way to you know, they're grown as a huge the blown up as an organization mm-hmm. and they need somebody to be Full, fully devoted to it because right now they're all volunteers. Yeah, but they actually have a donor that yep. is paying Paid his salary, it. so that way still all of the fundraising that they do goes directly to the cause. And yeah. like that's they're doing so much with so little. Yeah, I mean like what they've done so so already so far yeah. on a hundred percent volunteer basis is just and insane. incredible. Yeah, it just and but once you meet um, all the guys on the board um, and, you, and you get to know them and you see their hearts. And they work so hard. Oh, I mean, like God. they're it's very successful on their all of on their them day are. jobs yeah. and very busy lives, but they still put so much into. I mean, it's not like Kramer's busy. I mean, he's got a pretty cake job, you know, with the <laughs> stuff that he does. But yeah, th- yeah. If you think about what he like his role in, in the industry, but then mm-hmm. he's doing all of this, you know, and is the face of the franchise, and mm-hmm. it's insane. Like I, that blows me away that that he can juggle that and still be married and a father and all the things that he, that he does. And, um, and if you know his family, I mean, they're just amazing. Yeah. They all have a heart to serve. And mm-hmm. like, I love his family so much. They're just amazing people. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like, and to see like, you know, for sporting clays, especially like the last, you know, COVID aside, but the last three, mm-hmm. you know, you go from like, you know, 600 grand for a weekend to 800 grand to a million. And the, you know, this, this year was what? 3 million. Yeah. You know, it's like mind blowing. It just, it's insane. And it just like in so, one night, I yeah, always like, like, I mean, leading up to the event, the, the stuff that gets added to the, uh, to the website. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's super cool. That's super cool. That's super cool. And then, you know, the night of you're watching it on the website and you're like, Oh, you know, that went for this much. That's crazy. That, you know, that yeah. rifle went for this. And it's that crazy, went for- you know, like, um, just this, to see the money that's thrown around in that room that night, like it's, I can describe it, but unless you're there and see it like real time as it's happening and it's, so give you an example. So the first, I think it was what the first, it was the last year of Burge, I think, um, we're, the first fix, uh, Kevin at Q did the ver- very first fix rifle. I think it was serial zero zero one, two guys going back and forth bidding <laughs> on it. It got up to like 26 grand or something like that. So of course DK, and I think they totally staged this when they do this, he gets on the phone with Kevin and he's like, Hey Kevin, he's like, you know, I got two guys going back and forth. Can you build a second one? If they both bid, you know, of course Kevin's like, yeah, let's do it, man. You yeah. know? And, and it's like, I think, I think they just okie doke everybody to get, you know, two, <laughs> two big bids. But, um, so the guy that won it won it for like twenty six grand, and then he immediately walked over and gave it away to to Mike. You know, it was a a, a Delta guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and um, literally just gave it away, and and he starts crying, and he's crying, and we all start crying. It's just <laughs> like that is incredible. And the, I think the the Chambers guns the last yeah. two years that they go for like twenty grand. And uh, they just immediately give them away to somebody in the room to like one of the team guys. Like you just drop 20 grand on a pistol and. Or like last year, the Knights, um, the Knights deployment rifle from uh, who, whose was that? It oh, went for like a hundred grand or something. Was, and he gave it back to the guy that donated it. Like it yeah. was his deployment SR-25. Yeah. Um, it's, it's insane. Like it, it like, was like, keep it. Yeah. 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 After spending a hundred grand on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Like that kind of, it just is, it's crazy like yeah it's just it's it's absolutely wild to watch that and you know and and you're talking you know hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah you know on these you know hunt trips and auctions and things like mm-hmm. that and and uh like i said i'm just happy to be a fly on the wall and i sit with him every year at dinner and we're just like watching the auctions yeah. and i was like man it's crazy it's funny because you're you post on facebook too like this one for that and yeah. i was like oh like you know fly on the wall yeah yeah it was cool. Like uh, Hodge built a, a six arc gun this yeah. year, and and you know my, one buddy that saw it like before. He's like, I'm leaving with that gun. He's <laughs> like, I've got a number in mind that I'm going to spend, and, and it ended up going for thirty five grand. And then uh, you know I'm texting Jim. I'm like, it just went for thirty five grand, you know. And then and he knew he was going to spend fifty, so he just kicked in an extra fifteen and spent fifty on it. Yeah, because oh, he knew he wanted to spend fifty grand that night, and he was like, oh, the gun only went for thirty five, so I'm just going to throw the extra fifteen on top of it. <laughs> 
So I was like, never mind. It's going for 50 now. You know, just, it's insane. That's like, it's aw- absolutely that's so crazy. Awesome, though. Yeah, it's just, it is wild to watch. And those are just numbers I can't, I don't live in that world that, I mean, disposable income that I could throw away, like, you know, at that kind of, that kind of stuff. It just, it's insane to watch, but it's, it's so fun. I mean, and Jeremy, who now is running Sock F, he's the auctioneer. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. So and he's like, hey, la, la, la. he's like trained yeah, auctioneer. Like, oh, yeah. is Legit. he really? Like, yeah. Oh, he's like yeah. a trained auctioneer. That's and he has super a, cool. Ten gallon hat that's like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you have to. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's it's so much fun. Um, I wish, I almost wish they would televise it. You know, it's, or, yeah, it's truly one of a one of a like, kind. Just like, to watch it in person is. I've only been to I think two. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, like it's incredible. Like, there's no way I can't really describe it. No, like, as, and it's funny. I told my, I told my wife about it. Um, and you know, she didn't go for the first couple of years and I'm like, I can't do it justice by describing it. And I was like, and then, you know, she's gone the last couple of years with me and she's just like, wow. Like, she's actually more famous than you now. Yes. I'm her plus one. <laughs> they invite her back every year and, uh, I'm her plus one. So she's, yeah, she got in cause it's cool. Cause all the wives are there, you know, the team guys, you know, and, um, like we just saw Casey and Jesse Harrison. Um, yeah. well, I guess she's UCBO now or she keep her name. I don't know. Um, cause they just got married. So, um, but she does a pistol class for all the ladies mm-hmm. there. So they all get together and have their wine and cheese mixer and, and do their thing. And yeah, I get ditched every, every year now. <laughs> I, I, I kind of tell her when the bus is leaving on Saturday, you got to be on it, yeah. you know, like be there or you're going to get left here. <laughs> so, but yeah, she, um, and she just clicked, you know, with, uh, with, with all the ladies there. And, um, like she has a blast. She, she absolutely loves it. And coming here, um, yeah, everybody's like so thrilled that I brought her. And I'm like, well, Hey, I'm here. No, I'm here you know, I'm like, I have, like, you know, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, but that's, I mean, you, you know how my wife is. She's, social like we call i nickname her the mayor because she knows everybody and everybody knows her so um but yeah it's it's fun we have fun and uh yeah it's just crazy you know i just i never would have imagined you know if you'd have told me eight years ago this is what this was going to be i I would have asked you what you were smoking or what are you drinking because uh i i never would have envisioned it and yeah it's it's like i said it's is it's frustrating at times dealing with all the the bullshit mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, you know, Shane at multitasker is, is almost like a, a mentor for a long time. And he, you know, for the longest time, he was like, you got to stop treating this as a hobby and start treating this as a business. He's like, you have a brand now with this. And I'm like, it's a Facebook group. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I, you know, and, and he's always been like, no, you've, this is a business and you got to, and that's, you know, he's like, dude, you need a website. And I'm like, I don't understand that stuff, man. I'm like, I don't know. I, and that's where I was like, Ike, I'm like, how do I do a Shopify page? You know, I'm like, you're like walking me through it over the phone and stuff. And I was like, so yeah, I just, um, you know, I've had good mentors and people that I can rely on that, you know, uh, like I said, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. I just, I'm good at what I do, whatever that is. And people ask me like when I come to like events and they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, I don't really know what it is that I do per se. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I manipulate social media to get people to spend lots of money that I donate to charity. Yeah. You know, so I was like, I'm, I'm really good at that. And I'm very good at vicariously spending other people's money, you know? So other than that, I said, I don't know what the hell I do. And they're like, Oh, do you have a card? I'm like, no, I don't have a card. So it's fun though. I mean, it's worth the headaches. You know, there's been so many times that, especially in the last couple of years, I just, I want to get off social media and unplug. Yeah. I want to just throw it away. But it's like, I think about all the relationships that I have with, you know, guys like you and just, uh, so many people that we see like this week and it's, you know, I haven't been here for a few years and it's, it's so great to reconnect with, uh, friends that, you know, I talk to every day and I, I love the platform for that. I hate it for all the other stupid shit. Yeah. yeah, It's just, and that's, I've, I've kind of gotten out of so many groups. I, you know, all, I just, I don't have the tolerance for it. I don't care. Um, I'm not even in my own group that much you know i've got great guys that moder moderate it and do all that kind of stuff and my admins and stuff and you know i wanted my focus to be on this side of things mm-hmm. you know it's growing it um the business relationships um you know it's usually it's a you know what what can i do to send kramer some money you know mm-hmm. and how can i you know 
utilize whatever relationships. You know, today we're, I'm down at Aimpoint and I met Mark Greeny, uh, which, you know, he writes the Gray Man series. Yeah. And yeah, I just I'm, saw your post on that. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I've, that's why my post today is like, I've been this uh, 10 years at SHOT Show and, uh, and I've never, I don't really do the celebrity thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we know all these like Insta famous guys. They're all buddies of ours. Yeah. So we like break balls and give them shit all the time. So it's like, you know, that isn't like a big deal. And like, you know, you see the movie stars, not, I'm like, not my thing. You know, I don't need a selfie or get an autograph or that kind of, that kind of stuff. And, um, but I told my wife, I was like, I am straight up going fangirl on <laughs> Mark Greeny. I'm like, uh, the, the Gray Man books are fantastic. Like I've just been plowing through those the last couple months. And, um, you know, I was talking to him. I was like, yeah, Jack Carr got me turned on to your stuff. And he's like, oh, that's great. And I was like, you know, and I was like, read all of like Bissonette stuff and uh, just, you know, this, this culture, you know, and I was like, you know, uh, I was like, this has been great. I met him through Sock F and, you know, he's donated a bunch of, you know, stuff, signed stuff and I raffle off and he's like, oh, he's like, if you need some stuff, he's like, here, I'll, I'll send you books, whatever. And Hell yeah. So, so yeah, he's going to send me some, some autograph stuff and, you know, we'll, we'll raffle it off, auction it, do whatever. It was just stuff like that. I'm my, that, and that's my mindset is like, oh, what can I do? How can I utilize this mm-hmm. to raise some money for Sock F and send them some money? So yeah, this, and it just, you know, doors open themselves like that. I mean, you know, he just happened to be signing books at Aimpoint, and yeah, you know, I'm friends with the Aimpoint guys, and I was over there bullshitting with them, talking with them, and you know, some one of my buddies sent me that that he was going to be doing that with them this week, and I was just like, yes, you know, and, and here we are. So yeah, it's just stuff like that. I mean, that's kind of where my mindset is, like how I think about things is like, okay, what can I do to do something cool, you know, and something different. Like I said, I didn't, I never wanted it to always just be about patches, you know. That's to do shirts and people are like oh you need to do hats and sweats or hoodies or whatever i'm nice. like I'll, I'll do whatever you know yeah the 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 collaboration with the dauntless guys has been yeah. fantastic and um uh chris and zach are are two of my favorite dudes like uh they were at leatherneck on yep. monday i and got I to meet, meet zach and literally Thursday. spent most of the night talking with them they're cool and, dudes man yeah great guys um and those guys, you know, and the stuff they're doing is phenomenal. And then, uh, you know, they've been working with Matt Helm for so long. And, and I'm just such a huge, huge fan of his stuff. And, and Matt's, a, you know, I've gotten to know him over the years. And he's a, just a fantastic guy mm-hmm. with a big heart, you yeah. know, just amazing, amazing guy. And, yeah, and this, you know, it was weird because, like, back in the day, it was like, you know, and Matt, you know, he was always like, Hey, let me, you know, make you a knife, you know? And, and I've kind of got this open offer of him to do a custom for me. And I, you know, I'm always like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, I want to do something kind of different that nobody else has done. And, you know, just to have, just to be different, you yeah. know? Um, so then, you know, so I was, I'll, I'll do that sooner or later. I haven't figured out what I want yet. But, um, so then he started doing the stuff with Dauntless where they were doing production versions of his stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they, they did a work knife and then, um, they did a, a, a one-off work knife for me, and then they actually sent me two of them. And it was like a custom one-off, whatever. Uh, so that's, you know, and had my logo lasered on it. And, I, you know, I was like, oh, this is super cool. Raffled the second one, of course. Yeah. You know, that's that's how I, how I roll. <laughs> how and, roll. And then um, I've got the other one. And I was like, what if we, you know, did a production run? I'm like, would you guys be cool with that? And they're like, yeah, you know, totally on board. So then we did, you know, that was the uh, the Dog Bones mm-hmm. Um we did those and they, they sell out like super fast. And then, uh, then it was like, you know, like a year or two later did the, the Persians and that the Persians that we did last year, that was like a year and a half in process. Oh, wow. Waiting for that. And then, uh, to get those done. And then, you know, there was delays with like getting carbon fiber. Cause you had the 2020, 2021, you know, oh, yeah. just all that. Like he couldn't yes. get carbon fiber. So we had to wait like six months for him to source carbon fiber because I wanted the handles, you know, with the cobalt blue, I wanted it something different that you don't see with any of the other ones. And those sold out and those are phenomenal. So then, um, he did the, the CAD drawings of the, the hiker, the Tonto hiker. He did like, I think it was like four or five different versions of the hiker knives. And one of them was a Tonto. And I was like, that's, that's what I want to do. So I've been bugging him for a year and a half to do this Tonto hiker that we wanted a, a dead bird version. And so, yeah, that's, we're about to, to drop those. 
So that's like very, very soon. So I'm, I'm excited and everybody's like going bananas. Like, well, I'll just like, and that's what I love. I love teasing stuff out there and then mm-hmm. people just go nuts and they're like, when can I have it? Take my money. I'm yeah. like soon. And those things just sell out. Like, cause we'll do like a run of like 30 serialized and they're like, are you going to do it like an open source? And I'm like, no, it's going to be probably 30 knives. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, I'm never around for the drop. I'm like, set an alarm, get a proxy. Like you'll know when it's happening. So again, that's on you, not me. So, but yeah, just stuff like that. I mean, a relationship like that. And, you know, um, we did, you know, some challenge coins that Mm -hmm. the one I gave you today. Um, Yeah. Thank you for that, by the way. You're very welcome. (laughs) Um, that kind of stuff. I mean, it's, it's so easy to do, you know, and, and all these guys are like, Oh, we totally want to do that. And, uh, just the relationship, building and that's what everybody's like oh you know you do all this stuff and i'm like it's been eight years of relationship building this didn't happen overnight yeah it's not you know? something you just yeah and a lot of people are you know like are surprised because they you know it's like my stuff and so this this is what when i knew things were getting kind of crazy like and it was like three or four years ago i had a, a buddy send me a text that he was on vacation in europe with his family he was in Austria and he's walking down the street in Austria and he sees one of my stickers on a car window. It's <laughs> parked on the street in Austria and he sends me a picture of it. And I'm like, that's kind of trippy. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's, cool. that's kind of weird, you know? And, um, but yeah, now, and it's like right now, like my, my <clears throat> biggest market is Japan. Really? Those guys buy the shit out of my stuff. Like patches, like Yetis, like shirts, yeah, there's some. There's a couple guys in in Japan that are I they have a shop and they're reselling stuff and it's crazy. It's <laughs> it's I I don't get it, you know. But it's funny walking into the warehouse like has this patch panel at mm-hmm. the the front door and like a quarter of the patch panel is is dead bird stuff. Yeah, all the you different know? DBS. Patches. Yeah, yeah this, I, I mean, think, and I don't. When it's funny because I don't even have all of my own patches. <laughs> I give them away so much to people. Um, I probably have two thirds of my patches, and I think I probably have done. And there's guy like I know there's guys that have every single one of them. Um, probably seventy five, eighty patches in eight years, oh, which shit. isn't like a ton. I mean, it's a good amount, but it's yeah, it's a healthy <laughs> amount, and it's not a lot of designs like, I always want to change things up. And like with, you know, I did the V one and then, you know, I came out with the, the skull and bones was like the V two. And we did that for a few years. And it was funny. Cause like when I did the original challenge coin, it actually had the V three, like the, the bird laying on its back with the DBS behind, superimposed behind it, whatever it was on the original challenge coin and nobody really caught onto it. And then I wanted to drop that patch like soon, but then everybody's like, Oh, do it and do the V2 in this color. And I was like, okay, so I'll do a batch in multicam and orange. And then they're like, Oh, do it in multicam black. And so I'll do that. And I'll, you know, and then, you know, I do like one patch a month or something like that. So then run through all that. I was like, do you guys want another patch? You're like, not yet. We want this in like, you know, <laughs> Vietnam tiger stripe. I'm like, okay. And so then the V3 didn't come out for like another year. And then, went through the whole thing of doing all the different colorways with that. And then the V4, that's one of my favorites with the bird, with the skeleton. Mm-hmm. And then the original patch, the skeleton was like glow in the dark, you know, and, yeah. it, and it freaked people out and they didn't know that. And they turned the lights off and ah, the skeleton, yeah. you know, a little <laughs> skeleton glowing and um, just stuff like that. But then we'll do goofy stuff with like the Jesus chicken and, yeah. you know, all the, yeah, you know, dead back society. Yeah. Just, yeah. That, you know, Phil at, um, PS patch designs, he does all my graphic work and like we've worked together for years and years and years and he's just super creative and I, God love him. Like I probably am not, I'm not the easiest person to, to do design stuff with. Cause I'm so critical of like how I want things, I, how I see things in my head and I'll have him tweak it, and you know, with the Jesus chicken, we're, we're doing, he's. I sent him, I sent him the picture of the statue, right? Yeah. You know? And I was like, yeah, I was like, so because we're friends with Ross and all yeah. the Chick Fil A guys, so uh, you know, I was like, and all in our circles, it's Jesus chicken, and everybody yeah. eats there, and we all love it, and you know, so we know a bunch of people that are Chick Fil A, you know, folks, and so one They're of the big do, supporters, of yeah, huge, well. like, absolutely huge, and like James mm-hmm. uh, would like those oh, guys yeah. just. I mean, huge supporters of SockF and and stuff. So, and I was like, yeah, I want to do this, you know, 
Jesus chicken because everybody just calls it Jesus chicken, you know, obviously. And um, so I sent him the picture of the statue. And he's like, okay. I was like, can you digitize that and graph it up for me? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I was like, instead of, you know, have him doing the thumbs up. And I was like, in his other hand, have him hold a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. <laughs> and he just sends me a text back and he's like, what? You know, I'm like, I'm like, can you do it? And he's like, yeah, he'll do just it. And stop asking questions. Yeah. So, he, so he'll do it. And then I was just like, you need to be able to see the pickles. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, you know it's like he goes back and he does that kind of stuff. And, you know, like the Morgan Freeman, mm-hmm. you know, that that's what she said. Yeah. And, you know, just he he doesn't question me. You know, he just he just does it. So, like, I love Phil to death. And um, we have such a great relationship. And, you know, I talk to him every day. And uh, he's done so much different design stuff. And, like, I mean, if you look at the stuff he's doing, it's so creative. Um, but, yeah, he's been he's been fantastic. Um, so, yeah, it's anything I hit him up with, uh, you know, like the leaf shit. Just, like, ran, like, that was a whole, that whole thing was, like, kind of funny. Because, like, we were, everybody was hashtagging you know, leaf shit in the group. Mm-hmm. Like they would do a post and it'd be wearing like a leaf jacket and hashtagging leaf shit. And, and it was all kind of sarcastically. Cause like you know, you'd have guys in multicam going to Walmart, yeah. and like leaf shit hashtag, you know? Yeah. So it became this running jokes. So I hit, I hit Vic up and I was like, I was like, Hey, can you do like a hashtag leaf shit name tape? I was like, I think that'd be kind of funny. Yeah. We could sell that. So then he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, no problem. So then, um, I was like, what if I was like, can you do like the shit emoji? he's like he's like uh okay he's like he's probably gonna be a couple layers and it's kind of be pain in the ass like well can you do it he's like yeah so i was like all right can you do leaf and then the shit emoji you know do it on a you know patch and so he he's like all right so then i was like wait i was like do it in like the leaf font like arcteric font he's like okay so he did it and then um so he (laughs) he cuts one and, and sends it to me and i'm just like oh my god that's like the greatest thing ever you know and so of course i I sent a picture of the Kramer and I was like, Hey, I was like, you know, uh, I was like, what do you think about this? Cause then again, he's running leave at the time and he's, he starts laughing. He's like, I'm not telling you to make it. <laughs> he's like, that's my official statement. But he goes, when you do what I want, one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so we did, so we did that. And then, um, so I think we did like, uh, and it was cool with that. The way I did that, I did a little di- different. So I put it out there. I said, Hey, here's the patch. And everybody went crazy. They're like, Oh my God. So I was like, all right, so we're gonna do 50 of these things. I was like, but I said, it's a raffle to get one. So I was like, we'll do like a $20. You got to get in on the raffle. Then I'll draw 50 names, mm-hmm. you know? And then, so that was like a raffle to raise money. And then the 50 guys, and I was like, the patches will be 50 bucks a piece. So I was like that night ahead of time. I was like, this is how it's going to be. And people were like, the hell 50 bucks for a patch and i was like and then you know i think i donated like 30 bucks for each patch to stock out for 25 or whatever it was so then um but after he made the one he's like how many of these are you going to make because it was a three layer you yeah. know with a quarter and three layers of vinyl with the different colors and everything mm-hmm. and he's he hated it like he he's like i've never hated doing a patch as much as i've hated doing this one <laughs> so and i was like 50 he's like oh my god he's like you're <laughs> killing me i was like it'll it'll be worth it and yeah so we so we did it and then um, they sold out like crazy. And then, you know, $50 did a big donation and it ended up being like five grand or whatever it was. And then um, two guys decided they didn't want to pay 50 bucks for the patch. So I was like, okay, cool. Took the, and I let, and they're like, can I get out of it? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. No big deal. So I had two extra patches. So auctioned both of those. One went for 500 and one went for 750. So it went right back Jeez. in and, and that, that went every penny went, you know, went to Kramer and the guys at Sockoff. So yeah, I think it ended up being like 6,500 bucks. And it was just, all of a sudden it was a, I have this stupid idea to do a leaf shit, yeah. you know, and then it turns into 6,500, you know, donation. That's, but that's, you know, just on the fly. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, that I do a lot of. And it's just, it's not stupid if it works yeah. kind of deal, <laughs> you know, and it's, uh, it, I mean, it was funny cause then I thought about doing them in different colors and I got a, a call from Arcteryx that they were like, yeah, who authorized that? And I was like, well, nobody really. And they're like, yeah, we'd prefer if you don't make any more of those. So I was like, okay. Yeah. And so that, yeah, that kind of fizzled quickly. So now they're, now they're like a unicorn patch you yeah. know, and they're worth, you know, God knows whatever. The, the leaf shit ones. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And the, I think there was two of them that were multicam black. So there's, there's two of those in existence, but uh, yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Like, and to me, like, as ironic as it is, I'm not a patch guy. You know, I used to be like in a former life that I don't have <laughs> a lot of those patches anymore. And it's funny. Cause like, I realized that like 
there's monetization and patches. And I had all these like old modus patches and triple lot patches. And I just realized they were in boxes under my bed and I knew the market was out there. So I started just selling them off. And that's where I started buying like Yeti coolers and, you know, leaf shit. Yeah. Like Arcteryx jackets and all the like stuff that I had. And, you know, people are always like, man, you, you, know, you have all this stuff. And I'm like, but I, I'm like a gear flipper. Like I'll yeah. use stuff. And if I don't use it, I'll move it to somebody yeah. who will. Then I'll buy something that I am going to use now. So I was like, people are, you know, and I was like, I don't make that much money. So I've like, I've got to do this. So I'm like, people would be surprised that I don't make that much money based on, like, if you, f- you follow me and you know, like my gear and like, you know, like I said, I've always get the best what I can afford, you know, and sometimes I get better than I can afford than, you know, ramen makes a fine meal for mm-hmm. a few weeks if need be. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, just, you know, um, however I can make stuff happen. It's yeah. just always the, the, the gears are always turning with that kind of stuff. So oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. And it's whatever I can, it, it's just the goofiest shit that will pop into my mind and I'll do a patch of it and <laughs> people buy them or a shirt or whatever. So, but yeah, the Jesus chicken shirts are actually, uh, in production now. Nice. So oh, yeah, yeah, we're actually doing a, a production run of Jesus chicken shirts. And I think they should be done probably right after shot. So that'll be, that'll be fun to get those out to. People have been bugging me for those. They're like, <laughs> and I, I had, I think, three companies that it was too many colors and they couldn't do it. And so it kind of got backburnered for a while, but then found somebody that that would. So yeah, I'm like, let's go, let's do it. Sweet. So why not? Nice. Well, man, uh, where where can they find you? So on Facebook? Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a. It's a. So the the Instagram, it's Deadbird Dot Society. Um, and that's just that that's kind of like my life it's not a dedicated company page so you'll see pictures of like me shooting or me hunting dead deer and turkeys and fishing and nice. my bulldog and my <laughs> chickens and turkeys and things that, that i have at home and uh so yes yeah, deadbird dot society um the group is on facebook it's a private group just because we kind of yeah you know keep it where we don't want every Tom, Dick, and Harry in there. You want to gatekeep a little. Yeah, because, you know? I mean, we've had issues in the past where folks have, like, gone to, like, outlets. And, and then there's a – we set up a marketplace. So the so the page was just about discussion. Then they set up a marketplace. And there's thousands and thousands of people that sell your gear there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had people that were going into, like, outlets, mm-hmm. you know, like Colorado and, different, and buying stuff on the cheap and then coming in there and flipping it for retail and – and I was like, I don't want that happening. That's yeah, so, not what it's about. Yeah. I was like, it, it shouldn't be about, you know, there's plenty of places on the internet to, f- to flip gear. This isn't going to be one of them. You know, I was like, if you, if you paid, you know, 20% of what the retail price is, and if you don't, you know, want it and sell it for what you paid for it, yeah. you know, and it's, it's an integrity issue. So, uh, yeah, there's a ton of buy, sell, trade. Gear, yeah. There's, pages, there's tons so. of those places on, in, on the internet. So yeah, but it's uh, deadbird dot society on Instagram. Um, if you look up deadbird society on Facebook, uh, you'll, you'll see it. I think right now I've got the like Walmart thing. That says yeah. Deadbird. <laughs> it's just been, and, it's, and that's, you know, I was, I was sitting in a stoplight and there was a Walmart truck and you have their logo with the thing. And it's like Walmart, uh, save money, live better. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, idea for a patch and it did it in the the exact font and everything yeah. it's like it just says dead bird spend money live better and yeah. it's got the, <laughs> so i just stuff like that it's just i just do goofy shit but um yeah if, if you i think that's the the banner right now and i change it up like you know it was the jesus chicken or it'll be whatever so but it's yeah just look up dead bird society on facebook um and there's just kind of a few you know questionnaire things like are you going to follow the rules and there's not a lot of rules but you know kind of a be cool don't be an asshole is rule number 1 obviously yeah. and um yeah that kind of thing and it's so yeah it's you know we generally let everybody in like if you don't answer the i think there's three questions and if you don't answer them then we won't let you in it's not difficult to answer three quick yeah. questions of like are you going to follow the rules kind of thing so yeah it's uh, deadbird society on facebook deadbird dot society on instagram and uh, I'm open door, like message me on any, any channel or um, medium. So if anybody ever has any questions or um, like I said, I do, I turn down a lot of stuff that companies like want to do stuff. And I'm very, very selective of who I work with and partner with because um, you know, it's, it is a brand. So I, mm-hmm. I do my best to protect it. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah I'm very selective on, on kind of who I'm getting in bed with uh, just to, 
you know, make sure that everything aligns with kind of a vision of what I want to do with things and not to be, you know, one, one King, one cook in the kitchen, but it's easier that all the accountability begins and ends with me Yeah, that I don't have to answer to anybody. If something gets fucked up, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm the one that answers for, I did it, you know? So, uh, that's kind of, it's gotten me in trouble sometimes, but you know, it, it just, it makes it very simple that I don't, I can kind of keep everything scaled where I want it. I can kind of just kind of have everything kind of, it's your baby. Yeah. I mean, it's like I said, it's been eight years of, relationship building to get to this point. I don't want to trust it to somebody else and they do something stupid and screw it up. And yeah. then, you know, cause again, it, with integrity in this industry and everything, it's like, it takes that long to, to lose a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, like I said, if everybody thinks you're a good dude, it opens doors. And if those doors get closed very quickly and a lot of times don't get reopened in this industry, if you, if you screw something up. So I'm very cognizant of that. So I, I'm very protective of, what we have going because I don't ever want it to not be able to, you know, help sock up and do the things that we do. Like that would crush me if, if whatever prevented that, because yeah. that's almost 99% of why I do this at this point. If it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't do this at this point. So, but it's, it's fun. Well, dude, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, was- man, Thanks for having me. I was- I was a little surprised by <laughs> asked what I was like. It's, it, I'm not that interesting per se. No, but, man, um, it's a great story. Uh, yeah. Like we want to share it with the world. Yeah. So um, no, I mean you. You've been a, a very close partner for many, many years with me doing a lot of the stuff. Um, so I mean, I owe you huge um, for your support and continued support. And um, yeah, anything that I can do for you guys, uh, you know. I, the door is always open. Hit me up anytime. And yeah, this was, this was a no brainer. It was a nice little lull to get off the floor. Yeah. Gotta sit too, down, so. get, get off yeah. your feet for a bit. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, well guys, we appreciate you watching and listening. Um, if you can, of course, like subscribe, share it with your friends, all that good stuff. Um, but we seriously really do appreciate you taking the time to, to listen to us and all the, the support that you've given us. But, um, yeah, anyways, Paul with Deadbird, um, go check out his stuff. Um, and, uh, Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We will uh, see you next time.